Hello, this is Dr. Leslie Mosier. On today's episode of Balls and Bleeds, I'm with Dr. Mike from Mississippi. Mike, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Mosier. Uh, my name is Dr. Mike Posado. I am a faculty member here at Mississippi State University. I'm a 2015 graduate of Mississippi State. Uh, after Mississippi State, I went to the University of Pennsylvania, where I was able to do my internship and residency. Stuck around for about five years total there at UPenn. Uh, became board certified with the American Board of Veterinary Practitioners and then came back as faculty to Mississippi State in 2020. So I've been here now for about two, going on almost three years now. Awesome. That's great. So, um, Mike, I hear that you were an emerging leader um, previously for AASRP. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that? Yeah, no problem. So with AASRP, there's a program that allows for fairly new graduates. I believe it's within about 10 years of graduation or so, because I was selected about two years ago, and I was out about six years at that point. Uh, and it looks for veterinarians that are in private practice or academia that are emerging leaders within the field of small remnant practice. So you apply, you send in a description of what you're doing, what you've done for small ruminant. Uh, practice so far and what your kind of interests are um, in small ruminants. And then it goes to the board uh, for AASRP and they select the person that's kind of best fits that emerging leader position. And I was honored to be selected as an emerging leader. And I think it was, I'm emerging leader 2021, I believe, right? Because Dr. Mosher, you're 2022 emerging leader. Is that correct? Yep. Okay, perfect. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was... Um, 2021, and it was uh, myself and Dr. Caitlin Minacho, who is in private practice in Florida. Um, so that was really cool because I was selected as an academician uh, with a private practitioner, and we were able to uh, come together for um, our project, which is what the Emerging Leader kind of program allows for us to do. So they ask for you as an emerging leader to come up with something that will benefit the students that are associated with AASRP, or that was during my year, the focus was on something that would help for student involvement. And that was right up my alley, which was really fantastic. (laughs) Um, I was overjoyed to kind of have that opportunity. And in a previous uh, podcast, we discussed kind of Dr. Monatos and I, uh, our project that we put together, which was the AASRP Virtual Student Symposium. Um, and that really gave me a springboard to get more involved with AASRP, which is the other goal of the program. It's supposed to allow for those of us that are kind of young in small room practice to take a step into our professional organization. And through that emerging leadership opportunity, I have now been able to become part of some committees. So, um, I joined the college liaison committee with Dr. Mosier. Uh, and I was um, pleased to uh, take over as chair of that committee where I get to work with faculty uh, liaisons and student representatives across the nation. I have also been involved with the research committee and the budget committee now with AASRP. So it's really cool that I have been able to take a step into a professional organization that I really respect and I'm really excited about being a part of to begin with and start to become more of a leader in this organization. So the Emerging Leader Program is uh, a fantastic, I think, 
uh, program that allows for those of us that are maybe a little young in practice and don't don't know how necessarily to step into uh, a more leader role in a major professional organization. And the other great thing I have to just mention is that we do get mentors. So we're given mentors that have been in practice for a long time. And mine's Dr. Patty Sharko, who I love. Shout out to Dr. Patty Sharko. Um, she's in, at South, in South Carolina. Um, and at Clemson, she's an amazing uh, mentor to have. Um, and so that connection that you get with people that are trailblazers in small ruminants practice has been a really cool uh, opportunity being participating in this program. Yeah, um, I'll have to agree with everything you said. Um, and then the other thing that I found very cool about this is I got to attend uh, in 2022, I got to attend the AVMA Leadership Conference yeah. um, with um, my um, my emerging leader partner, Dr. Anna DePastina. And that was a really amazing um, event to go to, really helped you learn a little bit more about what all the AVMA does for our profession as a whole as veterinarians. Um, and then have all the leadership meetings, um, meet a lot of really cool people, um, and then get more involved on the ASRP side with um, all the amazing people and really start to make a difference in um, the small ruminant profession um, and get that rolling. So it's been a really amazing opportunity. And that's something that you students should, um, you know, stay a member after you graduate and look into all those things. Um, we do listen to your feedback and that's how things, um, get moving and things get going. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Um, thank you for bringing up the conference because I, I was during COVID, I, I wasn't able to attend in person, but what a great opportunity that was to have the, the, uh, experience of being involved in that major AVMA conference. And even though mine was virtual, it was still an awesome experience. So, um, that is definitely, definitely another big perk here. And I totally, agree and second what Dr. Mosher said about anyone who is a student or a new graduate um, or, you know, somebody who has been out for a short period of time, consider applying for this program uh, when you're eligible because it it is really something that allows for us to have an opportunity as young practitioners to get involved. And I, I think that's something that our organization does that's just really cool. Yeah, and it's great. And um, even if you're not selected as emerging leader, that still gets your name um, on the radar for other mm-hmm. positions or other committees that may come up. Like Mike's talked about, he's on a lot. Um, I'm on a couple as well. Um, and all of that kind of came about through um, different avenues, meeting different people, making different connections. Um, but the emerging leader... Um, application just really helped kind of spitball um, and get all that moving a lot quicker. So um, it's just a great way to get involved or to find out what all there is to be involved in in the organization. Absolutely. Um, so Mike, I'd like to switch over. Um, and we know that you are at Mississippi State. So yes. would you like to take a few minutes and tell us what all you are doing um, at Mississippi for the small ruminants, um, whether you've got a club or studies, give us an update. Let us know what uh, what you guys are doing down there. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Uh, so I uh, have had the pleasure of kind of coming back to my alma mater, which has been very exciting 
in terms of uh, coming back into the fold and getting to work with students that kind of went through the same program that I've been going through. And when I was a student, we never had any kind of small ruminant focused organizational activity at all. So I was really pleased that when I came back, I found out that there is now a small ruminant swine and poultry club. Um, and that was started after I graduated um, and has been uh, a fairly strong club since I, I left. It's a smaller club, but um, the members that are in the club are very involved and the leadership of the club has been really awesome. So when I got here, I immediately wanted to take over as advisor of that club, obviously, because um, it, it kind of fits <laughs> right up my alley. Um, so I, uh, I fortunately was able to do that and become the advisor. And I started working with the students involved in that club to kind of see where I could help to enhance um, or, or just support what they were already doing. Um, we have the, also the, the privilege of having a very strong, solid animal and dairy sciences program here at Mississippi State. And one of the cool parts of our animal dairy science program is a flock of sheep that are mostly used for club lambs. So we have a club lamb sale every year. Um, and they're, they're here literally five minutes from campus, from the vet school campus. And I have a, a really great relationship with the um, doctor who's in charge of them uh, on the animal dairy science side. And she has been awesome about letting our students participate in different activities with those, those sheep. So last year, um, we had a ultrasounding lab where our students came and ultrasounded all 30 or so sheep for pregnancy. Um, which was a lot of fun because these are very large Hampshire Suffolk crosses that are pretty cantankerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, seeing those students get the opportunity to learn a little bit about how sheep move, um, learn a little bit about safety working with, with sheep, especially these large sheep, um, and then also getting to use a modality that they can use in the field and they can use in their everyday practice once they graduate. Uh, was really, really awesome. And that was something, um, that our, um, club planned through the, uh, small ruminant swine and poultry club. But the other thing we've been able to do kind of since I came back is to have a stronger presence in AASRP with our student representatives. So I was, um, very happy to have a excited first year student, um, when I first came back who wanted to become the representative. And during her second year, she actually planned an event for um, her classmates and colleagues that took, it was me and uh, about 10 students to a local goat farm where we were able to perform Camacho scoring um, and boot trimming. And then we also did body condition scores and brought microscopes to perform on-farm fecals. Um, so that was a really cool thing that my representative was able to plan kind of with me and we were able to make that happen and, and she had expressed interest in doing something like that. Um, so that's, those are, that's two things that, uh, I've, I've had the privilege of, of being involved in so far. That's yeah. absolutely great because all of those things are very, very practical, very hands-on 
um, things that if you're going to be doing anything small ruminous, those are your top things that you can yes. be doing, <laughs> um, especially the most frequent. Um, and yes. you'll be teaching a lot of uh, producers even how to do body condition scores and how to do fun matcha scores. So very, very important skills to have and to feel confident with. So being able to do that that experience as a student, um, you know, and then finishing school and getting more experience definitely is going to help students um, get on the right foot going out and becoming young doctors. It's been really driven by student interest, which is something that um, I love. I love seeing the passion of my students to get more experience with small ruminants. And it's really cool when you get student leaders that help create opportunities for other students. I just think that's that's something that I love about our uh, student representative program, that we, we get to have these students that um, come together to formulate ideas of what they want to see done and get to bring their colleagues into it as well. Um, and so it's it's been a really, really awesome experience being a part of that. And this year we have a second student representative. So uh, my my first student representative is now a third year and I have a second year representative as well. And she's hit the ground running as well. So we've already had um, some small ruminant experiences that she's been able to coordinate. We went out and did, again, another lab that allowed for students to uh, do some hoof trimming and um, we did some sick animal assessments. So we had a farm that unfortunately has endemic caseus lymphadenitis. Uh, and the students were able to see what caseus lymphadenitis lesions look like. They were able to get an idea of what that whole disease presentation was, including what the pus looked like, unfortunately, <laughs> which, you know, is, of course, a horror story for most <laughs> producers. <laughs> but um, since this is endemic there, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't a horror story for this producer, but, um, it was, it was nice to be able then to also have that kind of animal side discussion about that disease and teach them about something that's very common, again, that they're going to see in practice. Cause for me, it's all about practicality. I think having, um, opportunities that allow students to kind of see it and say, Oh, I can do this. <laughs> this is something that is, that is, I can learn how to do and, and I can understand and I can, teach, like you said, teach producers about and, and feel comfortable with. That's really important for me. Uh, so, you know, and then, and then the other win that I think for small ruminants here is that, um, with my interest in small ruminants, we've been able to have more clubs that start hosting small ruminant events. So I was, um, asked to speak a little bit about laparoscopic artificial insemination for the Therodenology Club. Um, that's something that I'm trying to do here at Mississippi State to, to show students how it would be done because uh, I have had some students express interest and of course I, I like to do things that students want to learn how to do so um, <laughs> I, I got to show them you know some of our equipment that we have um, and how it would work for uh, doing laparoscopic AI kind of go through the process um, we've been having we had the uh, discussion about husbandry which is I think so huge in small ruminant practice. So we had a, a whole meeting on husbandry and discussion about how to manage a small ruminant and their kind of environment and what they, what they need. So what's really cool, I think, here at Mississippi State 
is the enthusiasm of the students to learn more about sheep and goats. That is something that has really been inspiring here at Mississippi State coming back to see so much interest. That that's great, especially like I you know I'm I'm up here in Tennessee, um, and over the last several years I as a practitioner have definitely noticed a trend in um, small ruminant popularity. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to know that we have students um, in first, second, third, and fourth year that are expressing interest in small ruminants. Because I know, yeah. <laughs> I know when I went through school, it was like, oh, these guys are little cows and they mm-hmm. get sick and they die. <laughs> um, and that, that was basically our small ruminant lecture. Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah. it's nice to have an organization and doctors and people involved and students that are excited to learn um, and know how to handle these guys and get get a lot of this experience under their belt. So that's what you guys are doing at Mississippi. So I would like to challenge the other universities that are going to listen to this podcast to reach out to us um, and let us know what you guys are doing. Um, we'd be happy to interview student representatives um, from other schools and um, maybe make this a challenge event. I would love that. I uh, I can tell you right now that there are some fantastic things happening around the country and in Canada and the Caribbean. Uh, there are some awesome professors, faculty, students, student representatives that are just really making a lot of time to teach about small ruminants and continue. And I love hearing you say that, Dr. Mosher, that there's been such an uptick because I've experienced it in academic practice, but it's great to hear it in private practice too, knowing that, you know, these students are going to have this interest met when they graduate and hopefully will graduate from all of the programs across the U.S. feeling competent when they they go out because of this opportunity. So I agree with Dr. Moser. I want to hear what other schools are doing. I love to hear um, ideas <laughs> that I can steal, um, but also I love to hear um, you know the great, awesome, cool things that other faculty students are doing to enhance this education. So I I uh, second that call. I want to see. I love a challenge. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and it's definitely great. And, um, you know, as far as that goes, there there's a lot of information out there about small ruminants, but it's also, um, I feel like, a little geographically challenging, depending mm-hmm. on what, what part of <laughs> the U.S., Canada, or the Caribbean you are located. Um, as far as the management aspects, things are different. So it's really nice and fascinating, in my opinion, to get the different perspectives from the different geographical locations. So Absolutely. that's always really nice too. Um, I second that. I think that is, I agree. Yeah. So and then definitely, um, you know, as far as um, as far as your student representative goes, like I said, I love hearing from them. And um, you know, if we kind of get uh, enough involvement, then that's good opportunities for externships um, and things like that to get involved yeah. in get more even more hands-on experience with uh with these guys so absolutely uh anything you'd like to close with well you know i think i think overall uh first off thank you so much for having me this has been really awesome to be able to talk and and talk a little bit about what we're doing at mississippi state um i will say you know being 
on the college liaison committee, I am consistently impressed with the uh, drive from faculty, the drive from student representatives um, to be involved in small ruminants practice, be involved in learning about small ruminants. Um, and it, I'm very proud to serve on the college liaison committee and and have this opportunity to learn about what my colleagues are doing out there. And um, I'm just always very proud to be amongst the ranks of these faculty members uh, and students that I think are, are making a lot of waves in their university setting and trying to open up these opportunities for, for many, many, many students who will hopefully go out there and continue to provide quality health care to patients that we hold dear to our hearts, you know, sheep, goats, servants, um, camelids, and hopefully continue to improve on the welfare and uh, veterinary service that we can provide to those patients and those clients. So um, thank you again for having me, and uh, I hope to hear more about other schools. Yeah, I'm very excited as well. Thank you for your time.